0: It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: Well, who do we have on now? Let's go to the next guest. And up next, we have Andy McCarthy. He is the former assistant U.S. attorney. And Andy, we were just talking, of course, about, uh, the Trump case. Uh, first off, your thoughts about this latest one. And, and one of the things, by the way, we have our Mayberry theme. Don't we have, where's, we got to play this, Andy, for a reason. Well, are they indicting, are they indicting, uh, uh, president trump and mayberry they might be they've you know i think they missed call, somebody called barney fife <laughs> <laughs> i love barney fife it was great andy john's point is a great one where it is fulton county now going after the former president of the united states and, and maybe ev- the future every one. station
0: every station every network says georgia it's not georgia it's fulton county it's mayberry maybe
1: and is it open season now? Because did you see this, Andy, that uh, Arizona, Katie Hobbs, the governor of Arizona, just came out in the last few hours and was saying, well, maybe we'll go after Trump for the 2024, 2020 election. I mean, is it now any Mayberry or anywhere else says fair game?
0: Well, I think, Rita, that John's actually going to get his wish. Um, the uh, lawyer for Mark Meadows, who was, of course, the former president Trump's chief of staff and is now one of his co-defendants in the big racketeering case. Um, He moved uh, yesterday to have the case removed to federal court. And I read his uh, papers today. He's got excellent lawyers. So not surprisingly, they're very strong papers. I think the case is being moved to federal court. And the issue there is that under what's known as the supremacy doctrine in the, uh, in the from the Supremacy Clause of the Constitution, if federal officials are acting in a manner that is consistent with their official duties, state officials cannot take actions that frustrate the operations of the federal government. And if you have top officials of the executive branch who are carrying out their official duties, uh, they have at least a a puncher's chance of an argument of saying that they're immune from state prosecution. This is Pete King.
1: If they do get it removed, say for Meadows and for the president and maybe some other federal officials, how about those other 12 or 13 local people in Georgia? What happens to them?
0: Well, I think they – it's possible, Pete, that they could just move the whole kit and caboodle to federal court on the theory that once federal court has jurisdiction over it, there's a doctrinal law that says that, uh, defendants who are, uh, indicted together are supposed to be tried together. And I, I think that there's a very good chance that the federal court would just take the whole case. Frankly, if I was the prosecutors in Georgia, I don't want to try this beast of a case in two different places anyhow. So it should be in one or the other. Uh, but I do think your question is a, is points up another important thing, which is that the federal officials, are in a very different, not only I think legal, but factual posture from some of these actors in in uh, Georgia. Who, you know, there's no reason to think that they necessarily knew each other, and I think that the reason or, or knew what each other was doing. And I think the reason that um, what's in uh, uh, Fannie Willis, the reason that she try is trying to do this by a RICO conspiracy, which really doesn't apply yeah. to this situation. Is that the thing that these eighteen people were all in on was retaining Trump in power, and by itself, that's not illegal. Now, it's possible that they could have committed crimes in in trying to carry out that objective, but in a normal conspiracy case, you know, black letter law is you, for a conspiracy. You need the, the people that you've charged. You have to show that they agreed to do something that was in violation of the law. They agreed to violate a criminal statute. And everybody everybody
1: we're talking to Andy McCarthy a former US attorney uh, for the Southern District uh, Judge Weinberg you got a question Andy I
0: think you're exactly right and I think in that first count the RICO count I think she's overcharged on two different ways number one she's brought everybody into the RICO charge and two that RICO statute is really supposed to be going after organized crime not this kind of uh, this kind of enterprise. What say you?
1: If I could just say in that, yeah. Andy, uh, my professor in law school, G. Robert Blake, is the one that wrote that, bill, uh, that uh, law, Rico, and he never intended to go beyond organized crime.
0: Yeah, I think that's, in fact, the law, if I'm remembering right, Pete was written in 1971, and it lay pretty dormant until Rudy started to use it in the 80s uh, against organized crime groups in the city. But the thing about it is that the innovation of Rico was before you had it it was very hard to prosecute organized crime because they're involved in a bunch of different categories of criminal activity, and you couldn't bring them all together in one case. You know, you'd have to bring a murder case and a gambling case and extortion case, which is very hard to do. So what RICO did was it made it a crime to be a member of the organization rather than targeting like the disparate crimes that they all committed. And if you apply that, you can understand how that would work with a mafia family because they have an interest in sustaining the existence of the family so they can keep making money. But if you try to apply it to what happened here, these 18 people were not interested in being in a group. I don't even think they knew they were in a group. The only thing that united them is they wanted to keep Trump in power, and that was either going to work or it wasn't going to work by January 20th of 2021 at which point the group would be gone
1: and real quick Andy, and we we just have about a minute left left. i I want to ask you because you know the the fanny willis i call her fulton county fanny um but she said that okay i want all the parties in by latest next friday that's when the arraignment is there's cameras in the courtroom uh maybe a mugshot we'll take mug yeah what will we see will we see this big group at once what just real quick from a practical standpoint andy
0: no, well, I think they're making individual arrangements for surrender, and I would imagine President Trump would go in. If he has to go in at all, he would go in individually. But the case, Rita, by the time we're talking next week, it could be removed to federal court. Which I hope so. Which be a whole different set of rules. I, I wow. hope so. Andy, thank you. you. You're to on, on the way to Supreme Court. So let yeah. me just
1: say my wife, Rosemary, she's from Atlanta, Georgia. She says Fulton County is not Mayberry. So you're defining the family now.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> the family. That's the the family.